Welcome to the Owl's Nest. I'm Derek Kennedy. In this episode, we'll be having one of our first ever cardinal conversations with a fellow bird of a feather. So sit back, let the conversation flow through your ears. Folks, this is what we've been looking forward to all this time. A little bit of our cardinal conversation, as we call it. She's very musically inclined, very talented, and if I may add a little bit off the charts smart. She's a teacher over at <laughs> she is a teacher for University of Arkansas Hope in Texarkana. She's an accomplished singer, and if I may add, a good friend of mine. Aww. Welcome to the Owl's Thank Nest. You you're welcome. Welcome to the Owl's Nest, Miss Haley Patillo. Thank you, Derek. It's such an honor to be with you here on your podcast. Well, thank you. Well, the pleasure's mine. Now, let's talk and about... you're a great friend and accomplished singer as well. <laughs> the same could be said of you. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you very much. Well, speaking of all things music, what was your favorite songs... Or music that you were growing up before, or what you were introduced to? Well, that is a great question. I feel that my musical experiences have been shaped very eclectically, as probably most people in the United States in the 21st century could say. First of all, with my father being a songwriter, a Christian songwriter, David Patillo, uh-huh. I had a lot of musical influence especially in going on his tours as a child and a teenager. I really got to travel to all kinds of churches all over the country. And this really helped to shape my perception of eclectic, really experiencing worship music from all different types of churches has really given me a passion and an interest in seeing that mix represented in local churches today that's very interesting and that influence still is within you even as we speak yes it's been a one of the things that has given me so much enjoyment in my job at first Baptist, being a teacher at the school of worship arts that's been a really great job for me that's good i usually got introduced my first time that i absolutely got into music was the time that I was stationed or my father was stationed in uh, Germany. They always have something called the Armed Forces Network. And they played different kinds of rock um, country, believe it or not. The first country song that I ever listened to was Smoky Mountain Range by Ronnie Millsap. Wow. But they also had radio traumas at one time. Okay. Yeah, so it was interestingly enough. Hence, my interest in radio dramas <laughs> have been higher than anything. I'll never forget that recording you made one time, the murder mystery with the strap of lace. Ah. That so was I, fun. Yeah, I thought it was fun also. So, for most of us who don't know each other, Haley and I usually have ourselves an annual or monthly movie night. And we usually alternate between locations between mine and hers Mm -hmm. so what was your favorite 
movie to watch during our movie nights? Well, Derek, we've watched so many movies together. That is a bit of a hard question. If I had to choose, though, I think I would actually say the time we went to Spring Lake Park when they were having Into the Spider-Verse in the park. Ah, yes, the movies at the park. Yes. And I'm myself not that much of a Marvel fan, you know. I don't know that much about superheroes in general. But that particular movie was so moving to me. And even as I've seen it a second time, that was my second time seeing it. It was so moving and inspiring to me. I really recommend Into the Spider-Verse for anyone, even if they don't know anything about Spider-Man. It's it's a really great movie. I think the one movie night that I think I can remember was The Princess of the Nile. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's 1963, Deborah Padgett. Jeffrey Hunter, and directed by Harmon Jones. It was one of those classic action-adventure movies. Mm-hmm. That was so good. We enjoyed the commercials during the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how now in the 21st century, we actually look back on commercials and we enjoy them as a bit of a novelty. Yeah. Before there was actually product placement, they actually had commercials. I mean, I think they still have commercials, but at that date, product placement also became another part of advertising. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, we know what our best ones was. I guess we can safely say what was the worst. <laughs> Shanghai Massacre. oh but we had a good laugh with that movie yeah i mean that was the thing i mean it was so bad (laughs) i mean the dubbing was was a little subpar the fight scenes were nice but it was so bad i mean we had to enjoy it (laughs) (laughs) i agree (laughs) Um, not sure if we can ever see that again though but you never know now Haley what was your first um, should I say what was your best like concert moments or what was your best concert was oh that is a hard decision to make one of the things that a little frustrating to me sometimes is it seems like I sometimes have the best performances when no one is recording. (laughs) If you remember that time that I came to have the alumni recital at Texarkana College. Yes, I remember. With Robert Allen. That was such a fun recital. We had so much fun, and I, I felt like I really was singing my best at that time. As far as concert memories, though, this is not actually, okay, this is not a good memory, but looking back on it, I can laugh. Okay. Do you remember the time when we were at the Perot Theater, and I believe it was when we were singing the Handel Te Deum? Oh, yeah, I remember. I remember. Yes. Well, 
I have a memory that looking back on, I can laugh a little bit about it now. But at the time, <laughs> at the time, it was a disaster. Well, what happened was I walked out onto the stage. It was about probably 10 minutes before showtime. Mm-hmm. We were probably about 10, maybe 15 minutes before the music was going to start. And you know how when a double bass is put on its side, its its floor peg will just be sticking out? Yeah, so, I think I see that. Yes. Well, those double basses on that side of the stage as I walked in, one was sitting on its side and facing backstage. And that floor pin hit me right in the knee. Yes, as I started coming on stage, I walked right into it, (laughs) and my my knee started bleeding, didn't have any band-aids, the music was about to start. Well, one of the tenors ran down stage, down to uh, underneath the stage, backstage, Mm -hmm. and found a paper towel, a band-aid or something, to just to put on until until the music was over. Basically, I sang that whole concert with a busted knee. Oh my yes. goodness. But looking back on it now, I can laugh and say, "Watch out when you're walking through the instruments that you do not run into a bass on its side." Yeah, that's something Singer, beware! Yes, and walk slow. That's right. Yeah, I I don't think I'll make that mistake again. Yeah, I think I remember it was San Antonio. We usually have like a, a TMEA. You remember? Yes, that was a fun time. Yeah, it was. I remember one year we had like this. Like a almost a full, I wouldn't say call it a full orchestra, like a half orchestra. Okay. And one song that we did was called the Chichester Psalms. Oh, yes. Oh, I love that piece. Yeah. I had to sing the doggone thing in Hebrew. <laughs> But that wasn't my only time. Um, That's my sec- senior the year second f- movement of that piece is one of my all-time favorite renditions of the 23rd Psalm with oh. the boy soprano. It's so beautiful. It expresses the emotion of that psalm so well. Yes, and I was very moved by this during the second movement as well. Me too. Yeah. As for my best performance, I may have to go back to when I had my solo recital. Oh, that was a great day. Oh, yeah, it was. It was. I was genuinely surprised when I was chosen to be the choir's music top student that year. 
Well, I mean, it's just you have certainly put in the work to deserve that award, Derek. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but still, just came out of left field for me. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know that everyone who was there at your solo recital just had a great time. It was such a fun day. Yeah. It took me a while to do all the advertising a bit. Yes. Yeah. I had to come up with a nice little line that says, make this the best part of your day. Aww. But I think, a, but in all retrospect, I think all concerts can be the best parts of your day. That's true. It is. Music it's very can, true. Music can be a way to lift other people up. And you certainly did that, Derek. Thank you. Well, my time is almost up anyway. But before I close things out, any type of other music that you are in that I've basically, I don't know. Some of my favorite songs? Listen to us. Yes. Well, <laughs> this is a really hard question for, for me to answer because I cannot pick one favorite song. I could pick a favorite song for this week, and then next week it would be a different favorite song. So what I decided to bring today for you instead was a list of certain musical devices that tend to be present in the songs that I enjoy. Some of my favorite musical devices that really make songs stand out for me. Oh, that's good. So over the years, I've built a, a list of noticing things in songs that really add those layers of meaning, trying to study what makes what makes a song or a piece of music able to communicate the emotions and meaning that it does? One of the most important motifs, I think, is the ascending fourth, which is basically like a solo or a solo. It can all fifth. And most chord progressions found in music will end with that ascending fourth or descending fifth, such as and then solo. And there's like that. Yeah, there's different there's definitely some different chords and such that I actually have gotten used to. And some oh, of them yeah. I've gotten comfortable with. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I think for me, nothing is more awesome than a piano. I think my one of my other favorite music devices, this was something that I've learned about a few years ago. It was called a dobro. Oh. And this was something that, I think it was Rocco DeLuca from Rocco DeLuca and the Burden. He plays the dobro as his primary oh. instrument. Listen to um, Colorful, which one is his first out, first single? 
Okay. And listen to his um book playing at the time. It sounds so so soulful, and it was very unique. That sounds awesome. I think it was he, and I think it was Eric Clapton who did it for one song for um Phil Collins' uh, debut album. Nice. Yeah. Another device. Now, a dobro is. Let me just see if I remember. Is that a plucked string instrument? Yes, it is. Okay, I need you to listen to that. Yes. Yeah. Another one I think was a favorite of mine is a harpsichord. Now I know we have oh, one. Yeah. Even though keyboards have programs that can have a harpsichord, nothing beats mm-hmm. having an actual one like we have over mm-hmm. at the TC. Yes, that's right. Yeah. It was been an amazing seeing it for the first time. The first time I ever heard this. We did a Christmas around the world concert over at uh, Williams Memorial. Oh. And I don't remember this distinctly because I was sitting up in the front row and I remember, oh gosh, <laughs> the hostess who was uh, introducing the pieces. Instead of saying Aguinaldo, it goes Aguinaldo. Okay. What does that mean? Don't know, but I know my, I rarely know my Spanish, but, but I know it enough just to have it pronounced, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. I believe I was there at that concert. Oh. I think so. It was so long ago, but I believe I remember it. Huh, I didn't see you there. Well, <laughs> I think it was way before we uh, met, though. I think so. It was before I even came to TC. Yeah. That would have been... How long have we known each other, Derek? 12 years? Mm-hmm. 12 years. Uh, Maybe even longer. Right? Because of when I used to be... When I used to come to those concerts, and I always was impressed with the Texarkana College Choir... Yeah. What privilege to actually get to be part of that choir when I came to college. Ah, yes. That was good times, though. Definitely. Yes, it was. Well, I think we've had enough of ourselves for a while. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for coming by, and good luck with the rest of your teachings and such. And I will see you soon. Thank you, Derek. And again, it's such an honor to be on your podcast. Thank you for this work you're doing to really engage your listeners during this time that we we have to see some of our normal activities. That's true. Very much so. So I uh, will see you later, and thank you very much. That was one of the most wonderful conversations I had with Haley. She seems to know more about this stuff than I do, but I catch up pretty fast. Just letting you know that next week... We'll be talking about all things anime. It is a pop culture phenomenon. And who better than that with my fellow pop culture colleague, Miss Hannah Trahan.
Before I end things for the week, I want to give you an artist to listen to when you have the chance. Her name's Lindsay Webster, and her album, A Woman Like Me, just debuted as number one in the iTunes Smooth Jazz Charts. So, if you ever get a chance, go on YouTube, search for One Step Forward, and have a good listen. I'm Derek Kennedy. Have yourself a happy Easter, and I will see you next time.